0: Hey people, I'm Molly Wood. Welcome to The Dispatch. It's my weekly report on what's happening in the world of tech and business. Okay, this week, I had the most San Francisco day that I've had in a really long time. I went to an event at Airbnb headquarters, and I have really been wanting to see these offices. Indeed, when I got there, I got in line at the pour over coffee counter. That's the little individually prepared pots of coffee with organic fair trade grinds and filters, and then you pour hot water over it very slowly. Of course, it was also Sightglass coffee. That's a local San Francisco roaster that's basically like the hippest coffee shop in town. But pour over coffee is not efficient. It took so long that I never even made it to the crepe counter. Okay, the famous thing about Airbnb's offices is that the spaces are all decorated to look like actual Airbnb rentals. And the lobby was all set up with these faux neighborhoods in different cities. There was even a guy getting a haircut. The big presentation amphitheater had these nice leather couches and woven seating puffs. The stage was a complete living room that is way nicer than mine. And then out comes CEO Brian Chesky.
1: Today we have a full house. Uh, we have, uh, you know, Joe, Nate, and uh, Joe, Nate here. We have my parents here. My girlfriend, you guys, sit in the front
0: row. We have hosts and guests from around. The- oh, and his parents are there. And he starts talking about how mass tourism is ruining travel, and everyone has basically the same bad, crowded experience. And to illustrate how bad it is, he sent a photographer with his parents when they went to Paris, and then he proceeded to kind of mock the heck out of them for the next ten minutes or so.
1: So. It begins with a portrait session in the morning. My mom is uh, reading a guidebook of Europe, not even of Paris. Wanted to get a big picture view, that's important. My dad looks like uh, Johnny Bench in the dugout.
0: Ooh, you guys remember that his parents are there, right? They are in the front row.
1: Now, the big bus is not just in San Francisco. It's in Paris too. And my dad found it. My dad got on the big bus with my mom. My mom didn't really like it, so she got off. My dad just rode on the big bus. Hours later, she gets back on. My dad's still there.
0: (laughs) Okay, so the point of all of this was to announce that Airbnb is launching a new marketing campaign to make sure that you don't turn into poor Brian's parents.
1: Don't go to Paris. Don't tour Paris. And please don't do Paris. live in Paris. When you Airbnb in Paris, you have your own home.
0: There will be a new version of the app that makes booking Airbnb a little more informative. There are more personalized search results. There's the ability to filter by types of neighborhood. And there are these new guidebooks that have recommendations from the Airbnb hosts. So it's like a hipper trip advisor. One actual example? Why waste your time doing the Freedom Trail in Boston? That History of America stuff when you could be finding a vegan restaurant right near your apartment. It's not just a place to stay anymore, it's a lifestyle. Amber Cartwright is a design manager at Airbnb. She walked me through the new interface and she said that the new search results will really match your needs. Family of four is gonna see something different from the couple
1: It's very personalized to what you're looking for.
0: So for example, if you go into guests. We not only ask for who is traveling with you, but we also ask for pets because we learn from our hosts, you know, they live in a home, they might be allergic to pets or they might have a pet of their own. So it's really important for their side to know if a pet is coming with you because it's kind of a deal breaker for them. Oh, but, okay, so wait. Can we go back to that family of four? Under guests, I didn't see a place to add that they're children. Yes, um, not yet. So you can specify that you're traveling with your pet but not your kids. And that seems about right. The whole thing seems geared for childless 20-somethings with nothing but time who want to travel cooler than anybody else and not go to places where there are lines or other people. I'm just saying that's kind of a small audience. And then I walked out the front door of Airbnb and there was a food truck called Bacon Bacon parked out front. Then on my way to BART, I saw an Uber car almost hit a homeless guy san francisco you guys in other news the on-demand economy continues to try to let's say evolve some might say find a working business model but that seems kind of ungenerous munchery a meal delivery service that's available mostly on the west coast and in new york said this week that it's starting a new membership program you pay nine bucks a month in order to get discounts on its meals of up to 20 percent. you'll need to order about six meals a month that would have cost at least nine dollars each in order to actually save money it's kind of like an sat problem but munchery says the membership will help them increase its potential audience by 15 million people it will certainly if it works stabilize the revenue stream and at least make it easier for munchery to figure out how much it's actually making this is a trend too on-demand delivery service postmates recently launched something similar they have a 10 dollars a month subscription that gives you free delivery on orders over 30 bucks but only from certain restaurants Basically what's happening here is on-demand delivery is super competitive. So these companies are looking at how to get more customers, how to survive. And so here come the discounts. They're way more complicated, but they do sound like savings. And if all this sounds like a dispatch from inside the special Silicon Valley bubble, yep, it kind of is. And I plan to do a lot more. Stay tuned because this really is a special place to be. And one final note before I go. God, rest in peace, Prince. He fought the internet tooth and nail, I will tell you what. But it never dampened my love for him, even a tiny bit. I grew up on Prince. I cannot believe he is gone. And I'm going to spend the day listening to my all-time favorite song, Purple Rain, and crying. (laughs) Because I'm a dork. That's it for now. Talk soon, everybody.